0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com IOPanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. No Stranger Danger this week?
1: Nope, the world is safe. Social justice warriors have won the battle. The entire internet is a safe space.
0: Thank God. Woo.
1: Now we can all relax and masturbate in peace.
0: I was about to say that. I was about to say the exact same thing.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast. This is episode 35. My name is Evan. I'll be your host this week for our episode tentatively titled, Tenacity is Key. With me as always, got a co-host. Uh, co-host A, James. How are you doing?
0: What's going on, man? I'm excited to be here.
1: Good as always. I expect so. Uh, and co-host one, Mike. How are you?
2: I am okay.
1: All right. Once again, the uh, okay. I won't. I won't bother you too much.
0: Always one step away from the ledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> with a couple toes over. That's right. You guys do anything interesting this past week?
0: Um, We went to a uh, a bonfire last night. It's pretty good. Another one? Yeah, this is just like I get together at someone's house and they had like a... <laughs> a fire pit is not a bonfire.
1: <laughs> it's like a fire pit in the middle of a parking lot somewhere.
0: <laughs> in an old drum
1: yeah
0: <laughs> an like, old oil drum
1: were there a surprising amount of homeless around
0: yeah <laughs> did you have to blow someone for a yeah. drink yeah. um no but it was at a friend's house it was pretty good you know just sat around shooting shit mm-hmm. talk with our buddy of course you know everything devolves to it you know that's like the lowest common denominator for us it's like yeah man and her tits they were great so, let me talk to you about this server. You know, it's like all, It always goes there, no matter what's happening.
1: Yes. The common debate, tits mm-hmm. versus servers.
0: That's right. Yep. Which Mike, is did you
1: also here? have fun? I did. I did. Excellent. Okay. Um, my week was good. I added, uh, chalked up another year, and uh, went to a concert, treated myself. For a couple bands who I had only really heard of, like, a decade ago. Uh, One of them, actually, uh, Switchfoot, which you guys have probably heard of, even just in passing. Um, They had their... I think their main radio hit was Meant to Live. Yeah, like, a decade ago. Uh, They were supported by Reliant K, who I had honestly never heard of. They were quite good. Good shows. That's funny. I would probably... I would put them similar sound to like Coldplay, but maybe a little a little harder than Coldplay. Coldplay with a little bit of Ben Folds. I don't know, but oh, it was really good. Excellent show. I'm happy I went. Um, let's move into some news. So, in a potential breakthrough, no pun intended. For uh, people with spinal injuries, some researchers have begun to test a wireless connection um involving a spinal uh spinal implant and a brain implant, I believe, to surpass any uh, point in the spine which is broken or you know there's um, communication signals are not getting through for any number of injuries or diseases. In this specific test that is laid out in the article here, they purposely uh, induced a lesion or a series of lesions on the spine of a rhesus monkey to interfere with um, one of their hind legs. So after doing so, the lo- the monkey lost mobility, obviously, and they implanted the, um, the wireless transmitter and receiver and let the monkey... Um, just be, you know, unfortunately semi-paralyzed for six days. Now, they don't really explain that too well. Presumably, it's recording, like, w- what the, um, uh, the monkey's neurological, like, brain signals would be if it was trying to walk. So for those six days, it could be, you know, monitoring. And then after the sixth day, they turned the device on. And within minutes, um, the monkey regained some, Movement in its leg, and shortly thereafter was fully walking on a treadmill again. So, one of the questions there's actually like a one minute video on YouTube down in the article. Pretty pretty interesting to watch.
0: Did they permanently paralyze the monkey?
1: Well, yes. I don't know if they can remove the lesion or if they, you know that's like an afterthought in. Like, in, fuck, in medical and scientific like, tests, they're like fuck, you, fuck these rhesus monkeys, monkey. yeah. you
0: brought us AIDS, <laughs> yeah, fucking rhesus monkeys.
1: So I mean, they're, they're like they're bred for experiments and then uh, ended. The experiments are ended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> experiments we'll are way. ended. Yeah, and the and the
0: and and the monkeys are field destroyed. Yes, Holy exactly. May. Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, but one question they brought up uh, just above. video is the question of how much actual control someone might um, gain back if they're, if they'll be using this technique, whether it's just basically forward and back motion control, or if it's full leg mobility, like you can go rock climbing or something like that. Now, human trials are actually being um, conducted in Switzerland now for people with pre-existing spinal injuries. I, I would guess that the sooner this technology is put in place, if um, you know, after someone gets injured, the more likely they are to regain full mobility, because say, if you've been wheelchair bound for due to, you know, breaking your, your back and severing part of your spine or having some nerve damage. um, If you've been say wheelchair bound for 15 years, and then you have this implant um, installed, it's going to take you a very long time to remember how to walk, probably. Whereas if it's been, you know, six days or a day or a couple of weeks, you can probably pick that up quickly again. But promising research minus the uh, disposal of rhesus monkeys. All right. Moving on. Um, I am a fan of renewable energy. So this article touches on that subject. Uh, As we all know, biofuels have been a hot topic in the past decade or so. Stuff like, um, ethanol from corn and soybeans for, um, for basically biodiesel and biofuels. So, Uh, some researchers at the Department of Energy, Pacific National, Pacific Northwest National Laboratory, or PENAL, as I like to call it, have discovered a way to, uh, potentially create 30 million barrels of what they call bio crude oil per year through mimicking a process, um, that the earth uses to create, uh, fossil fuels. So, in short, we have oil because of fossils and you know, dinosaurs and trees and everything that have been broken down over millions and millions of years, um, according to the document known as the Bible, which is factual and correct, um, through heat and pressure. So basically they took heat and pressure as a model and are able to take a sample of raw sewage, which Americans produce about 34 billion gallons of per day, which is amazing. Good job, Americans. Mm -hmm. Shoot for the stars. Um, And in about six minutes, I believe uh, was their benchmark, they put it through a device which is using hydrothermal liquefaction, basically high pressure, about 200 atmospheres worth, and high temperature about relatively high temperature 660 degrees fahrenheit which is honestly kind of lower than i thought it might be but through putting this this sewage through this apparatus at the pressure and temperature and it takes about 6 minutes and they come out with a bio crude substance which can then be refined just like normal crude oil into diesel gas for your cars even jet fuel so i don't know um if it's such if it's an, an inefficient process you know if it takes 34 let's see like 900 billion or like 1.2 trillion gallons to make 30 million barrels um that doesn't seem like necessarily an efficient process but it could be a beneficial one to um, to use raw sewage in another way rather than just send it to treatment plants and put whatever quote-unquote leftovers uh, in a landfill. Hmm. So um, it is a scalable technology. Um, I hope to see more stories like this in the future. I think it could be useful with the growth of electric and autonomous vehicles, I still think that we will need um, fossil fuels of some sort for probably another 50 years. So as much uh, as we can get from recycling in a sense, you know, you know, going back to the number before 34 billion gallons of raw sewage per day, what the fuck uh, the more of that that we can use for another source of energy, the better. In my humble opinion.
2: So your professional opinion?
1: It is not my professional opinion. It is my humble opinion. Okay. My professional opinion is fuck this planet, frack it.
0: Oh jeez. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's not actually. That's is horrible. Stuff? Don't Sorry. Ever do that.
0: I was looking at uh, I was I was I was looking at another article where you were telling talking about this. Is this the one stuff made out of poop? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I heard about this.
1: Hmm.
0: Exciting stuff. Poop is.
1: I'm pretty. I'm pretty pumped about it.
0: I'm deep in the brown. <laughs> 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 Michael, awesome. our time has come.
1: Vindication.
0: <laughs> we're getting loaded. <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 go and have a uh, let's go and have a a, a large meal <laughs> and prepare Kid. to be wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: been saving it, no.
0: though. Oh. <laughs> Just poop it in a painter's bucket. Oh, jeez!
1: Should we uh, make that reference that's on everyone's mind? What's that? Go for it. Shits on top of shits. Oh, there you go
0: do you realize how much money we flushed away or didn't <laughs> man, or didn't flush yeah, away? Or didn't at all. Yeah. Dude, yeah. The shit was so right. high, man. It hit the bottom of your balls, man. <laughs> oh man. You sit down and your balls are just swinging at it. I love that bachelor life. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> all right.
1: Uh, moving on to some stranger danger. Mike, there are a couple things you want to talk about.
2: Yes, sir. So, I don't know if you guys heard already, but I just want to make sure everyone was aware. LastPass is now free. So initially it was free just to use on a desktop computer or a laptop, but if you wanted to use it on a mobile device, you had to pay for a premium account, which, I mean, it's not expensive. It's $12 for a year. Mhm. But now they've made it so that you don't need a premium account anymore to use it on a mobile device.
1: So, I'll be the one to ask the question, how do they make money?
2: So, they still have Premium, and they still have Enterprise. So, both of those cost money. Premium gives you a few more features that probably most people probably don't need. And Enterprise is for a business to use, and it has more advanced features.
1: Does it allow, like, multiple people to use one account? Or, like, uh, like, I want to say, like, shared credentials.
2: Um, Right now, you can do that even with the free one. You can share, oh, okay. share credentials and stuff. The Enterprise one, I think that's, like, you can do, like, account management and stuff with it. Hmm. And the premium one, it says family sharing up to five users. I'm not sure, not really sure what that means exactly, but... So, maybe up to five people can have, but everyone could have a free account, so I'm not really sure what that means.
1: I don't know, maybe it's just a central management perk.
0: What's the hustle here? They're just giving it away.
1: Are they going like somehow ad supported or, or something? I mean, you mentioned they still have basically two paid tiers, but does it, does uh, their mobile going free? diminish their profits significantly, it probably wouldn't or they probably wouldn't have done it
2: yeah i'm not I'm not sure what the what the angle is here to be honest so
1: we need a business consultant on this show James isn't that supposed to be you yeah, aren't right. you the aren't you the numbers guy
0: yeah I'm the numbers guy five plus six equals eleven. <laughs> Numbers complete. That's verified. Verified.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're... I, 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 I'm a little bit... I mean, I, I use... I, I tried to use Dashlane. I wasn't really pleased with it. So I'm probably going to switch to LastPass just because you can use a YubiKey and it kind of simplifies my life from home to work. Uh, I realize I need something else, though, just with all the hacks and, like, I'm an idiot and passwords <laughs> are hard, you know. So Please I need something rank else, those in
1: order of importance.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I'm an idiot. Passwords are hard. And uh, then security and all the rest. Um, so, yeah, I- I'm going to switch from Dashlane because I didn't like Dashlane. It's a little complicated. But uh, And Michael's used and, s- and sung the praises of LastPass for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I'm going I'm to switch. I'm going to make the switch.
1: You're a convert.
0: I'm a
3: convert.
1: So we'll well don't see Jehovah's Witnesses. There's hope. Don't uh, don't, don't switch
2: too fast because there's another another Ooh. competitor that has entered the space called Less Pass.
0: Ooh. It says less less. So good. this one is completely <laughs> free. It's less well.
2: And it's open source.
3: Uh
0: uh-uh. uh.
2: It...
1: That means it's more secure.
2: Well, theoretically, yeah. but maybe, maybe not.
0: <laughs> All the code's out there.
2: <laughs> it uses uh, browser extensions. So just like LastPass, you know, you add a browser extension. It also has... Um, I'm not sure if they... I don't think they have mobile applications yet, but the thing is you can actually use... The way it works is a little different. So you can use it directly on their website.
1: Like from your phone or uh-huh. tablet?
3: hmm
2: And the way it works, it's not actually storing any passwords. It's not generating random passwords and storing them for you. What it does, it generates... So, you know, let's say... You log in, you tell it what site you want to log into. So, you know, amazon.com, right? And then log in, you say, okay, it's, you know, michael.blower at gmail.com. And then you give it your master password. So, this is like your one password to rule them all. Mm-hmm. You give it that password, and then it generates a password right then and there. But as long as you give it the same site, the same login and the same master password, it's always gonna generate the same exact password every time.
0: Oh, so it uses the site as the as the key or something?
2: Yeah, it uses all, it uses all three of those three things, three things to generate the password.
1: So it's like a like a hash algorithm or something? Yeah. Interesting. I
0: don't know if that's a good thing or not, because that brings us back to step one. I mean, your master password gets violated. I guess it's I guess if your master password gets y violated on any system, you're fucked, though, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way to reverse calculate a term which I've just invented. If you get someone's password and username... Revaculate. Revaculate, correct. Circ- circum-, circum...
3: Circumnavigate. Circ- <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you can get someone's username and... Uh, password if you can get their master password. Like if you know the site password, the site and their username, can you work backwards? I guess it'd be tough to get all that information, Mm -hmm. but potentially possible. I also had another question. You said this uses, um, website extensions. We use browser extensions. How do you browser extensions are how do you differentiate that from add-ons because aren't browsers moving away from the ability to use extensions
2: uh no they're using they're moving away from the ability to use plugins okay which is similar but not the same so <laughs> and yes ex- you could use the word extension interchangeably with the word add-on okay so in, like, Firefox terminology, this would be called an add-on. Mm-hmm. Although I've seen add-on and extension used interchangeably, even in Firefox, so. Okay. Like, they call it add-ons, thank plugins. You, f- you know, I don't know.
1: Thank you for the clarification. hmm
2: So, another one that looks interesting. Um, the other thing it can do, so it can store them if you need it to. But it can, you can host it yourself. Mm. So you don't have to like, oh, it's stored on the less pass servers. No.
1: How do you do that?
2: So they have the directions on Is here. it
1: based off of your device or something?
2: It would be stored on a... You know, you'd have to have an internet accessible. It says here you need Docker.
1: Okay.
0: Where do you see that?
2: It's on the website. You scroll down, it's like features. Manage your own passwords directly from the browser. Use LessPass database for complex passwords. Oh self hosted. And yeah. self hosted.
0: Right, Roger that I see it.
2: So excellent. Yeah, so kinda neat.
0: So, you know, it's funny, right? There was a, I submitted a, a an idea to the, to my company's innovation team because one of our, probably three times a week, I'm approached by people who forgot their password. So I, I went to the innovation team. I said, look, we need something to fix this password situation. It's ridiculous. Out of hand. You know, like people, like it's 2016. People can't be this stupid. You know, what can we do? Like, like people, people aren't using password vaults um, really at all and they aren't using them enough so I said we need to make one we need to make a locally hosted LastPass that has browser extensions and everything but only works on our that that is controlled completely by us and they were like that's a great idea let's do it so then they were like we don't know what to do. I was like... Yeah. yeah. Who's going who's gonna to do yeah. it? <laughs> James. James, like, that no, was a like, great can idea. Can you you own it now. Yeah, they're like, yeah. can you code? I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, you can show them this then. Yeah, I will show them this.
1: <clears throat> are they a fan of open source?
0: I, th- I think these guys are. The innovation team is. Okay. That's honestly the coolest thing about this company is the innovation team. I, I would say if any of our listeners uh, are in a management position... You know, I know they're not, but um, if you're in a management position or you've robbed one of your managers recently, like stole office supplies, you should speak to them before you steal your next thing and say, "Hey, we should have an innovation team to help us, you know, harvest company employee ideas to make things better." Because it's a really a good idea. Some really good and profitable things have come out of my company's innovation team, which is surprising.
1: Hmm. Do they have a suggestion box?
0: Um, they have a they have a website you go to, and you can put in your you, – they ask you a bunch of questions, and you can put in the, the stuff. They say, like, what resources do you need to get this done? How long do you think it will take? What components do we need? Um, what kind of programming skills do you have? Can you work this project? Do you need time? And if you need time, like, they would make sure you get paid. Like, if you stayed, like, you say, I need, like, another 30 hours a week to work on this. i so say, okay. You know, and they'd make sure you'd get the thirty hours or or whatever. Like, I mean, obviously that's like a ridiculous amount of time. But like, if I I need four hours this week to work on this, they'd say, okay, we'll make sure you get four hours of pay for this. Hmm. Um, okay. So yeah, it's pretty it's pretty uh it's pretty cool concept. And I know a lot of, some private companies do it. I know the government doesn't do it, but it's this is this is the kind of thing that like Google does with their I think they're what what do they call it twenty percent workday or something like that. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, eighty twenty or something. Eighty like percent's Google, twenty percent's your time to do work on your own project. So isn't that what
2: Gmail? How Gmail came to be?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: What Gmail was a side project?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, some guy fucking. That was a twenty percent. In his spare time.
1: Thank you, guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Gmail. Jeffrey Mail. J- J- Joffrey. Yes, G- jo- Jeff.
1: G. G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y Jeffrey Jeffrey makes right. perfect sense Jeffrey, love this language
0: Jeffrey yeah it's horrible it's fucking horrible alright go ahead Michael sorry
2: so another thing I saw the Microsoft makes something called the enhanced mitigation
0: enhanced interrogation tool
1: <laughs> Microsoft waterboarding
3: yeah
2: exactly now, um, James, you know what this is, right? The Enhanced Mitigation Experience Toolkit.
0: Yeah, yeah, we use it at my other at my other job. It's really annoying.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with it, so it's an optional tool that Microsoft makes. It's a you know it's designed for businesses for enterprises, and you install it on a machine. And I mean, if you wanted to deploy it fully, you'd have to install it on all the machines. And you can it lets you set additional settings for security purposes. So it basically locks down the machine a little bit more. Um at my okay. job they've started installing it on some of the servers, I think. But not yet on any of the desktops. Um I think James is telling us or he's telling me that they had it installed on the desktops at his Job. Yeah,
0: I mean it, it. It 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 it's supposed to help with exploits and stuff, and it's it, it probably does. In our job, it was more of a hindrance because emit would pop up randomly and like shut things down. Like you go to like a website, and it'd be like, "Oh, nope, I'm killing Firefox." Like it makes some snatch judge snap judgment that something's happening, and it would just shut down Firefox. It was the most annoying fucking thing, you know. And I, I don't go to a lot of sites that have. Crazy stuff on them. You you go to a site and, like some Flash thing would be running, and it'd be like, oh oh sh- oh snap, son, you know,
3: shut it down,
0: <laughs> you know, and that's what would happen. Like I would shut your experience down. Um, I can see how that'd be good, and I I can I can think of three or four people who like I would like to shut their stuff down every time they turn the computer on, but uh, <laughs> you know, for the most part, uh, you know, ours it was forced on us. We couldn't we couldn't go work around it.
2: So Microsoft's gonna get rid of it. Um, they've decided that they're like while it does work with Windows 10, they've they've said that really it's not designed to work as well with newer the newer Windows OSs, and they also it's kind of like an add-on, you know, it's not like built into the OS, so it can't do as mm-hmm. good a job protecting it as something that's built into the OS
1: can. Was it like a supplement? That you would use alongside, you know, good group policy or something, or it has nothing to do with that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, group policy in as much as like allowing or determining what's allowed to run.
2: Yeah, I mean, it has different a few different things it does. It's kind of like, you know, what data execution prevention is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Like it does more stuff like that. Like on cocaine, okay. you know. <laughs> so. I don't even know if you can control it through group policy. You probably can, but so they're. Uh, but they decided, you know, they like now we're, we're they're distributing Windows via, you know, all all online almost, right? Like you know, you get all your updates, yeah. and they're kind of forcing it more on everyone and that kind of thing. Like especially with Windows 10 now, so they said, okay, mm-hmm. well since we're doing that now, <clears throat> it's easier to push out changes at deeper levels where this, would this kind of thing would be more effective. So they're like, we don't really need this type of tool anymore. And it's not that, it's not as okay. effective, you know? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> they were going to discontinue it next year sometime, but I think they, they extended it to sometime in 2018 now. So it's not going into life anytime soon now, but,
1: Well, that's that's good for uh for Dr. Roxo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I do cocaine. That's right. Um cool. Yep. James, did you put this uh adult friend uh one in here or was that Mike as well?
0: No, I put that in. That's me. okay. Okay, so exciting stuff. Um Adult Friend Finder, the Nag site that pops up when you're on Pornhub trying to get your jollies off. Um, <laughs> that when I see that, I'm like, "This is this is fucking a virus." I, I automatically just think that, you know. I never thought I'll log into this to find women who want to fuck now in my area. You know, <laughs> like that never came into my mind. So um, they market themselves as the world's largest uh, swinger sex buddy community. Whatever. Sex positive. Yeah. So at any rate they were hacked hardcore uh local file inclusion exploit very exciting stuff mm-hmm. um 412 million accounts uh just good times had by all Is there uh, any personal
1: information like the Ashley Madison issues
0: Oh oh uh here let's let's see here so um I'm at the site of the people who released it leak source uh dot com, and uh, let's see. They got Adult Friend Finder, three hundred thirty-nine million accounts. Cams dot com, sixty-two million accounts. Penthouse dot com, seven million accounts. Stripshow dot com, iCams and unknown domain, thirty-five thousand accounts. It's kind of weird. Um, they got that's all the a, passwords.
1: That's a great website name, yeah, by the way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they got all the passwords. Um, and of course, this is my favorite thing, and I will get to the they did get some personal information. Uh I'll get to that. Actually let's jump down to the personal information real quick. So
1: Let me guess, ninety-eight percent dudes.
0: Oh, it's always, dudes. It's always <laughs> okay. dudes. Um so let's see here. Uh site growth and user usage. Um penthouse dot com. They got dip. Pages of database schemas. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, okay, relax. Um, let's see, the number one language is English, Spanish, Portuguese, French, Chinese, Italian. Okay, everybody. Tagalog, is the Tagalog actually is like number uh, number nine. That's kind of weird.
1: That doesn't actually surprise me.
0: Um, do,
1: you, do you know what country that's from, James?
0: Yeah, the Philippines. Okay. Um so the top well they got all the email domains here, the top 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 ranked. Um yahoo hotmail.de, IT, mail com, hotmail D E obviously Gmail, Live Mail, Yahoo. Um let's look at some of these passwords. These this is my favorite thing here. So the number one password, what do you think it is? Nine hundred thousand people. One
2: two three is four. It?
1: Password?
0: One two three four five six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, how can you make? I cannot make a password like that. I've never been to a site that allows passwords like that. How do these people do that?
1: Uh, maybe they're really, really old accounts.
0: Maybe. Well, there's one here. There's there's let's see. The top five, top six are variations on one, two, three, four, five, six. Basically, it's like five, six, six, five, four, three, two, one. No, no, no. It's all in numerical order let's not even complicate that it's all 1 2 3 4 but it's like 5 6 7 8 9 7 8 7 8 9 0 and 6 7 that's what mm-hmm. they all are uh the seventh pass the seventh uh most popular password is password the eighth one is qwerty the ninth one is qwerty uiop um the next one is the next one's nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one with 40,000 1 2 3 4 1 2 3 4 one, 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 one. Pussy. Fuck me. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Peace
1: among worlds.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love you. It's like people watched fucking hackers and they're like, no one will think of that. Yep. Um, let's see. Quart.
1: The best way to hide is out in the open.
0: France. Password That's... one. Football. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E. 4123 Pakistan who puts their city as their password
1: Pakistanis they're Bar- very proud people
0: apparently barcelona they're also proud liverpool oh here's just a good one fucker yeah <laughs> um sex sex fucking
1: i wonder how many of those accounts are Ale- bot generated
0: 11000 are superman
1: Yeah, I wonder how many of those accounts are bot-generated. There is no way 11,000 different people on this planet pick Superman as their password. I don't know. Why not? That has to be in a script of some kind. Dude, no. Like, 2,000? No. Like, 1,000. That's reaching. 11,000 people? No way.
0: So, here's the... Here's one that they found. This is a the longest passwords they cracked 32 characters was the longest one pussy, is it the alphabet no no it's pussy dot password limit exceeded semicolon <laughs> seven zero seven <laughs> slash one <laughs> um the next one is a gladiator reet uh, no, gladiator gladiator eat jamie les sex jamie fum hmm and this one this next one's anti a lot of jamie's Oh, my God. <laughs> Michael, I found your account. <laughs> Anti-de-establishmentarianism. Say it right. I can't say it.
1: Anti-disestablishmentarianism.
0: There you go. Nice. There you go. Um, here's Evan's count. Pussy, pussy, money, money, weed, weed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. That sounds like Evan.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. I know you well. Um... Oh, oh! here's another good one. <laughs> another one that possibly could be Michael's. If you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> Let's see. 12, 1, 2, buckle my shoe. 3, 4, shut the door. God, people are creepy when you let them write whatever they want. Yep. Killer clowns from outer that's, space. No, that's
1: Mike's account. Oh,
0: my God. That is Mike's account. <laughs> uh, here's one. And this person put spaces. Fuck her right in the pussy. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, this is – I'm going to link a site to this site that has all this uh, stuff in it about Adult Friend Finder. Please um, do. Absolutely good times reading this. It will be in the show notes. Um, so that hack was a uh, – they got a bunch of – they got a few websites. They, it's all in the article for you to read. Um, I've never used it. If you use Adult Friend Finder, let me know how it works. I'm trying to find adult friends to go to the bar and stuff with. So. You know. Well, I mean,
1: it, apparently you found my account and we found Mike's account. Neither of us have had much luck on it, so I think it's a flop. Yeah, <clears throat>
0: probably so. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's go here.
1: Yes, moving on to uh, Audible. What is A Dream? American Dream? A American? An American Dream?
0: No, just A American. Is um, it
1: An Historic Event or A Historic Event?
0: No, it's... uh, It's
1: An Historic Event.
0: It's, it, no, it's the name of the of an author. Um, and I talked about this book series last week, I think. Um, I'm just going to a link to the book. I'm, like, on the fifth book in the series. It's a good series of books. Uh, very enjoyable. It's This one's called, the one I'm on right now is called uh, Forsaking Home. No, Resurrecting Home. But uh, just a quick rundown of what I've been reading. Let's see here. I started with... Uh, going Home, Surviving Home, Escaping Home, Forsaking Home, and Now re- Resurrecting Home. And there's about eight books in this series. They're all, honestly, uh, awesome. There's not a lot of. One thing that these survival books always have, like, a, a shit ton of is, like, heavy religious overtones, which I care less about because I'm not religious. And this book doesn't have that. It's basically just the nitty gritty. I mean, uh, let me not say that. It's not the. There's two things that these books all have hyperconservatism and conspiracy hyperconservative conspiracy theories and religion this book only has one of those two the one i can tolerate the most which is hyperconservative conspiracy theories even though i'm not i'm not really a conservative i'm sort of conservative not really and i don't and i don't believe in any of these conspiracies i believe people are stupid or just assholes and so this the main conspiracy theory here is all about fema camps and how the FEMA camps really exist and you know, all this kind of stuff FEMA's trying to fuck us and everything else. So, but if you want to learn about prepping, what you can eat in the woods and things like that, and things you can make and stuff, this book is like a, a guide of prepping. It's pretty amazing. Um,
1: so it's not fiction?
0: Uh, well, the, the details of, what, of how they do things is not fiction. Like he tells you he's like, Oh, I pulled out my Ranger my Ranger Rick model six two seven uh side knife. You know, it's like it's like the whole book is like that. So if you can tolerate that kind of book, it's a good book because you will definitely have a lot of details. Like I I'm tempted to buy these books in paperback just to have them in case the shit does hit the fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh you could go they're like almost like a I would say it's almost like a book you could just like read it and just pull the information out like he talks about what you can do with a kutsu, a kutsu plant. Um, like They're like, oh, you can eat the root, like bang the roots out to make starch for thickening broth or soup or making like, or dusting meat to fry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you can use the kutsu leaves for chips. He's like, you can eat all of it except for the tubers. And he's like, talks about it, but he's talking about it in this way of telling the story. But there's enough detail there for you to be like, oh, I could do this. You know, they discuss in this one I'm reading right now, they discuss making a bowl. He, cause they're like, we had to pound the kutsu roots to get, to make the starch. So we, and he, they give it, he's given a step-by-step on how to make a bowl out of a tree, a bowl and a, and a, a crucible, basically, you know, Mm -hmm. the kind of thing you grind up your mortar and pestle. Yeah, 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 exactly. So he's making a mortar and pestle out of wood and uh, he gives step-by-step on how to do it you know, and it's pretty amazing. Like uh, how to do it in a way where there's no electrical power and all you have is basic hand tools and muscle power. So like
1: my, uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels, primitive technology. Exactly.
0: Exactly like that. Yeah. So it's, it's a really good book. I'll put links in here to the whole series if I can. Um, but it's very enjoyable. I mean, I like it. If you can look past some of the, uh, Hyper conservative overtones and and oh that president who was in the office they're talking about Obama but they never mention his name directly mm-hmm. um, you know if you can <laughs> get past that stuff then you'll be like okay sounds kind of like uh, <laughs> that
2: other book James
0: yeah was Harry it's, Potter no uh,
1: he who shall not be named the dark one
0: yeah exactly no I forget his name something Rawls um who's he the guy's a survivalist like one of the gods of the survivalist community another book that we read. Um, it's a good book but uh, actually this guy takes a shot at that book a couple times in this book <laughs> you know he's like he's like the only books to read were this all that shitty one about whatever and you know <laughs> so he takes a few shots hmm. at him yeah well isn't that interesting
1: well if you are gonna get if you're gonna get paperbacks I suggest you commit them to memory quickly because if shit does hit the fan those paperbacks are going to be tender
0: yeah they'd be very heavy too yeah yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Got to buy our property out in the woods, Michael, so we can uh, have our uh, get a Dodge location. Get a what? Our get out of Dodge oh, location. Oh, yeah. Go, or, or go buy a Dodge. Get, That's what I thought he was saying. Dodge yeah. Location. Or we just go buy a Dodge. Yeah. Go buy a yeah. Dodge. Like All right. Go visit Dodge City. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Enough. Uh, moving on to the next, uh, topics. Mike, you've got quite a lot to speak about for, uh, game theory, huh? I know you've got a new toy this week.
2: Yes, sir. So, I was talking with one of my coworkers earlier this week, and Nintendo released on the 11th this past Friday something called the NES Classic. And what this is, it's a little... It's a little device, it's a little game console that connects to your TV and it comes with one remote one uh controller, and it's made to look exactly like an original Nintendo Entertainment System or NES. Except I mean you can't you probably can't tell from the pictures, or maybe you can. It's actually very small. So it's
1: I was just gonna ask you about the size comparison. Yeah, it's
2: very tiny. Compared to the original one. Um, the controller is pretty much identical to the original controller. But it's the, it's not the same plug. So if you had the old controller, it won't plug into this system. Mm-hmm. Also, this system doesn't accept so, any cartridges or anything. It just has, it has 30 games built in. Mm-hmm. That you can just select from a menu system when you turn it on.
1: It doesn't have, like, an SD card slot or anything, right? It does not. Hmm. They should have done that, and then, like, released SD cards with series of games, like all the Mario games or all, like, all racing games or all shit, I don't know, space games, but there's no space games for that. Like, hockey or Tecmo Bowl, stuff mm-hmm. like that. They could have done a whole whole bunch of releases like that. Well,
2: they like put that. 30 games on here already that are very popular.
1: Yeah, that's probably all the only ones anyone would ever play.
0: Is Doug Hunt in there?
2: Uh, no, because there's no gun.
3: Pew,
0: pew. But there's,
2: cool. you know, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 3, Zelda, Mega Man. Double Dragon? <clears throat> Kirby. There's
0: Double Dragon. Um,
2: there? I think it is. I
1: think it is. It better
2: be. Punch-Out. <laughs> Zelda okay. 2, Double. so that, it has Double Dragon 2. The Revenge. hmm uh, does have Tech Mobile, okay. like has Excite Bike.
3: Oh, Galaga, yes. Excitebike. the original
2: game. Mario Brothers, not Super Mario Brothers, but Mario Brothers. Has mm-hmm. Gradius or Gradius. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a bunch of bunch of classics. Cool. So. Now do you intend on playing it? I do. But I've decided not to not to open it until I get to my new apartment. Okay. So.
1: Because I know you went through your console collecting phase, which I can respect as a collector of many other mm-hmm. things. Um, but, you know, it's nice to play with them once oh, yeah. in a while. But you, you, you played with your Dreamcast for, you know, a fairly significant amount mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. Soul Calibur Hydro Thunder. That was my game. I love Hydro oh, yeah. Thunder. It was a great game. Can you imagine playing that on um, PlayStation VR or uh, uh, Galaxy, Was it, Galaxy VR or Samsung Mm VR? One of those headsets? That'd be awesome.
2: That would be awesome. So,
1: that reminds me of another, sorry, um, another game I used to play on PlayStation 1. It was basically the same premise as Hydro Thunder, but it was on jet mm -hmm. skis. It was called Jet Moto. Oh, okay. Jet Moto 1 and Jet I'm Moto you were 2. I going
2: to Jet Set Radio Future. That's no, what? Else. <laughs> Didn't Jane I think James
1: had that for PlayStation 2.
0: Um I think I did have Jet Set Radio Future.
1: Was it a DJ game?
0: No, Where I think we played a s- Radio DJ on a no, jet? No, I think your Skateboard. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I think you Skateboard it was? and like jump around and stuff or something.
1: Oh, Mike, does your NES have Skate or Die? I don't believe it.
0: That it was does. awesome. That oh was a great God. game. I used to play Skater Down when I was a kid. That game's great. Yeah. I played that shit in the arcade.
2: I don't believe it does.
1: Shit. <clears throat>
3: but then, I still, then, then I still do have exist? an original NES. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. So. Mine's in my dad's basement. Oh well, there you go.
2: Um. So yeah. So I ended up to get this thing. I I ended up waiting outside of a GameStop on uh, Friday morning. I got there, and there were three other people there, so I was number four, and then a few other people came after that, and by the time they opened, there was a huge line, and we went in there, and there was, so they only had 12 consoles, they only got 12 of the things in, Mm -hmm. but I was lucky enough to to snag one.
1: Now, was it on the honor system, or did they hand out? Like, tickets for your place in line?
2: Oh, I guess it was or the honor system. they give system. you, like, a
1: tag or something? Okay.
2: We're all just standing out there waiting. <laughs> so, um, so that was cool. Well, good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I think, apart from, I think the only other time I've waited outside for anything, Evan, was with you. We waited outside of CompUSA mm-hmm. many a year ago.
1: Yep. Yeah, for uh, Black Friday, we wanted 24-inch LCDs, but they were um, difficult to come by, so we settled for 22-inch LCDs mm-hmm. made by Acer, I yep. believe, and my mom has mine right oh, now. Oh, mine
2: died maybe like a year ago or two years ago. So.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you remember who the general manager of that store was? Was it Alan? It was huh. Mr. Alan Tavares. Oh my god.
0: I love how you called him Alan. Get the hell out of here! He was <laughs> best, need, he was neither your bros. friends. He's just some fat guy who worked there, whose life was going down the tubes, <laughs> working <laughs> in a retail <laughs> store. That fat fucker. Oh, I I, I sorry. I have, I don't dis, I, I dislike Alan
3: Tavares.
1: I never had a problem with him. He seemed to be the like a very passive aggressive manager th- type. Yeah. Maybe that's why we uh we identified with one another. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, see that uh, that bulk stack over there? It's looking kind of bare. If you could take care of that, that'd be uh, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, basically that's his style. And
1: then give you a little smile. How horrible! All right.
2: All right. So this weekend, or uh, yeah, this past weekend, I played. I got a chance to play Elite Dangerous for for a little Bear. bit of time at one of my buddies' houses. Mm. And he also has a Cytec X52 Pro setup, mm-hmm. which is the same thing James has, actually. So I played it using those controls. And you know what? It was fun.
1: I, I liked it. Yeah. I'm it's glad. It's a good game. It's like a space race shoot 'em up Yep, it's a good game. It's <laughs> 25 bucks. Is
0: that's it really it? 25 bucks? Yeah, that's all it is. Oh, wow, that's cheap. Yeah, it's come way down.
2: And, yeah, you spend a lot more on the controls if you, <laughs> if you want the Tech yeah. X52.
0: Yeah, that's more, way more than that game.
2: But, uh, yeah, just wanted to give that a shout-out, you know. Good good game, good controls,
1: you know. Did you find the physics to be sufficiently uh, realistic and fantasy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause won't we'll, like for Star Citizen now. Maybe I'm just not not remembering correctly. But if you're going full throttle and you make a sharp turn, like will your ship tear apart <laughs> um, <laughs> or you'll pass
0: out? You could pass out depending on what's happening and how you do it. Oh yeah, I don't know, know if the, I don't
2: out. know if this does any of that, but
0: I don't. I think it has. I think it has. <clears back out throat> I mean, something. I don't I'm Yeah, really I don't
2: sure. know if Elite Dangerous does any of that. But
0: Did you get into any six, space
2: battles?
1: Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Space battles with an asteroid, or like a person,
2: like a ship uh, flown by a AI person.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you hit the brakes? Did they fly right by?
2: Uh, it was more like we were like coming at each other, uh, or I chicken. was chasing them. So.
0: It, okay. ha- it has it has de- degrees of freedom, so it has a fair amount of. Uh,
1: Where does Kevin Bacon fit into? Yeah, that? I was gonna say
2: I thought he was like so. This, <laughs> so it does have six degrees of separation. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> Jesus.
0: No, it, it's uh, that's the same thing that Star Citizen has that makes it gives it some space realism. Um, mm-hmm. It has the same stuff, so it is pretty uh, pretty close.
2: And. So this and the other day I I don't know what made me think of this I was thinking about a game I used to play called Star Trek Starfleet Academy I used to play damn near 20 years ago on my Mac and I was like I wonder if that's like a thing you know like can you get that so I did a quick Google search and sure enough you can buy it on Steam for 6.99
1: Seems kind of expensive, but um, yeah, affordable for nostalgia.
2: Yep. So I picked that up, downloaded it, <laughs> played it, played it on uh Friday night for at least two hours, if not longer.
1: Was it in a 320 by 240 window?
2: So it took up the whole screen. You know, they went full screen, but it's, you cannot adjust the resolution. Uh-huh. And it's. Okay, it's not that bad. It's not like three twenty by whatever, but
1: six forty by four
3: I eighty. Mean, it's
2: not that bad either, but it's not it's mm. not full it's not using my monitor's full resolution, you know, it like re it like scale it changed the resolution to whatever it, it wanted. So Right. Um but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Brought back some memories. Uh does it support multiplayer? You know, the old one did, I'm not sure about this one. I'm not sure about this one. I'll have to investigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did play the game way back in the day, multiplayer, a couple times with Mr. Mike Greenia.
1: Yep. He called up his modem. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. So I don't know if on this game, they're like, yeah, you know, as long as you as long as you play it over the phone line, you
1: could... <laughs> it's like, yeah, as long as you have a modem, <laughs> you're
2: good. Yeah. So I, I didn't investigate that yet, but... The game is, uh, I think it's primarily built to be, you know, single player. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. A lot of cutscenes. Has some, uh, has some actors in it, you know. Does have William Shatner in it. Sulu, Chekhov, you know.
1: Oh, it's based on the original series?
2: Yeah.
3: Mm hmm.
1: I just lost a significant amount of interest, <laughs> but
2: I'm glad you it does me. have though a lot of a lot of details you wouldn't think would be available. So it's primarily you're flying around shooting shit, you know, engaging engaging enemies and whatnot. But there is like a storyline, which is which is kind of interesting. Um, when you're com- when you're commanding the ship, though, the cool thing is like okay, you can you know automatically target like the nearest enemy or something and shoot but you can also get more detailed with it and you could target like their weapons or their mm-hmm. engines or or Shields. whatever. Yeah. So I can target the different mm-hmm. systems on the ship. So it's kinda neat. I I thought that was a nice detail.
1: Always go for the kill, Mike.
2: Mhm. I always like to disable the engines first, that's why they quit flying around. Then you Yeah. Then you go in for the kill. So
1: is that like if you were a serial killer, you'd break your victim's legs first so they couldn't Jesus. move away, and then you just like walk around them, taunting?
2: You know, I never thought about that before, but uh...
1: Fli- flipping your knife up in the air and catching
2: it—never <laughs> thought about that. But that's uh, that's, interesting. that's interesting.
1: Yeah, stopping periodically to to listen and observe, make them think that uh, you might be reconsidering, but you're not. You you've made your decision long before that night. <laughs>
0: This is this is as close as a mission as you can get, Evan.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So you say? Mm, okay. Well, I'm glad you uh are able to find a couple pieces of nostalgia this past week.
2: Yep, that's what it's all about. I think that's why do... the NES is so popular. You know?
1: Oh yeah. But... And I mean, and once you move and get that set up. i um, be interested to know what you think of it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Now, the console itself, you said, is tiny. Are the controllers normal size?
2: <laughs> yeah, they're normal size.
1: <laughs> it was everything to scale? No,
2: they're, they're normal <laughs> size. Okay. Unfortunately, so, you know, it only comes with one controller, and they sell um, the extra controller the GameStop only got two extra controllers in. What's... So, of course, the first two people to buy the system bought an extra controller. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us were were SOL on getting a second controller.
1: But... I guess you can get one on Amazon. So is it just a new proprietary connector? It's not like a USB NES controller? No,
2: it's... um, I mean, it is... I guess it is somewhat proprietary. It's... Nintendo has used it before but only uh, I think it's only used on the Wii U and I believe if you have some kind of classic controller I don't know anything about Wii U's so but I was just reading about it and if you have some some kind of classic controller for the Wii U that should work with this system okay so there you go
1: so I'm sure they're available mm-hmm. then well, excellent. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to the, the extra oh, section? Oh, they did... They did...
2: Um, one other thing I'll mention. So, Nintendo did release an NES classic in, in Japan, but it's mm-hmm. not called that because the original...
1: It's called the Famicom Classic?
2: Yeah, I think it's called the Famicom Mini or something. Mm-hmm. And so, it's made to look like a, like an original Famicom, so... For those of you that don't know, a, a an original Nintendo but in Japan looks completely different from an NES. <clears throat> it's a top loading system. Like a Super Nintendo.
1: Was it also red and gold or did I make that uh, up? Uh yeah, it's kind of kind of yeah. It's
2: kind of like a beige kind of yellowish beige color and then kind of burgundy colored buttons and stuff on it. It's kind of okay, a weird yeah. color scheme, but
0: why wouldn't they think Americans wouldn't like a flash of color?
2: Oh, it's not not the color. That's the main thing. The main thing is they made they designed the NES one, the American NES to be to look more like a VCR. Uh... And the whole reason for that was because the whole video game industry almost collapsed completely in the early '80s, because of Atari and their shit software. <laughs> so, they didn't want to make a system that looked like that, you know, like a top-loading Atari. system.
0: Right, right, right. So,
2: like, no, it doesn't use, you know, it uses these these game cartridges, you know, that go in like this, and da da you know. It was all like a the marketing thing, basically.
0: Not like something that sticks in the top and reminds you of Atari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, 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 okay.
1: We're not a failure.
2: But they didn't have that problem in Japan, so...
3: Yeah. So there you go. And okay. obviously
2: we didn't care anymore cuz the Super Nintendo was designed as a top-loading yeah, top system.
1: loading system. Yeah. And Sega. Yep. And uh Atari Jaguar, I believe.
2: Well, any which I I wanted to any cartridge based system is pretty much top loading except for an NES. I can't think of one that isn't
1: What uh, what would you consider um a Game Boy. That's a handheld or Game Gear. Okay. Yeah.
0: I feel like people blow things out to this day because of Nintendo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like like you don't know, like when you like when you have something in your house, you're like you like uh, like a USB thing, and you're like, why is this working? And you're like, take it out, and like in your brain, you're like, should I blow it out? And you're like, no, that's <laughs> ridiculous. You know. <laughs> um. Oh, the
2: NES Classic also its power is a mini USB cable. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and it connects with HDMI Wait. to your TV. Wait, mini or micro? I, I think it's micro actually. So okay. the same one like all the phones and everything you're using now. Yeah. Um, and it hooks up with HDMI.
3: Uh, and uh, and
2: they have a feature that you can turn uh, on or uh, off. They have a scan line generator. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably keep it off too, but.
0: Yeah. What does that do? It makes
2: it look like a shitty old CRT. Why
0: would yeah. they have that?
2: So you have that that classic look and feel. Big
1: vintage, true vintage feel. That's weird. You know,
2: they sell <laughs> That is like weird. If for the quote unquote purists, you can buy a scanline generator and like hook it up to your fancy TV.
3: Why
0: would you want yeah, to
2: do that? I don't know.
1: Or go to a garage sale
0: and buy a fucking oh, sh- old yeah. tube TV for a dollar.
2: Yep, well, I'm yeah. about to get rid of one here, so.
0: Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to buy a, scan- a bunch of Scanline generators and hook them up in someone's house. Secretly. <laughs> Just to fuck with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with this LCD, man? <laughs> <laughs> this shit's supposed to be 4K. Yep.
2: Awesome. So, um... We don't really have anything under the yum update for this week.
1: No, I am going to uh, get my measurements tomorrow morning when I wake up, Mike. If you would be able to do the same, that would be great.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I have a feeling you might be under the uh, the next hundred mark.
2: Uh, could be, I don't know. I haven't. I'll be honest with you. I haven't been doing the the keto chow as much as I should have been.
1: Ah, then you're definitely not. But I have been doing keto. He got, ke- he got But I have been doing
2: keto for the most uh-huh. part. So
1: see, that's you. You think you think you can manage it, right? You're getting cocky.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's he hubris, felt, my friend. He felt, he felt the uh, the wind. From being on top, he was brushing by his head and he got, he uh-huh. got, he felt, got, felt breezy.
1: Yeah. You know what happens to people on the top, though? They get knocked the fuck down.
0: That's right. hmm. That's right. Get ready. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're coming for you. Oh, oh, one boy. thing I do want to mention before we go any further. Anyone see Saturday Night Live?
1: I only saw the intro. I
0: saw the intro, yeah. Or the monologue, mm-hmm, sorry.
2: Mm-hmm. I saw part of the monologue, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But thought it was
1: good.
0: Yeah, it was funny. It,
1: it was all right, yeah. I think he could have done better, but it was entertaining.
0: Yeah, I think him and Chris Rock were like, what what, what is this? Hmm. Chris Rock was in the first skit. I don't know if he was in any other any other ones, but he was in the first skit. Um,
3: and they both of them, both of them
0: missed their marks a few times. So yeah. All right. Yeah. It was okay though. It was good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good to see him again doing his, oh, and he did all his, all his Chappelle show characters. Oh, that's cool. I didn't watch the actual episode. Yeah. There's a, there's a skit where he does, uh, all the Chappelle show characters. That was a good skit. That was funny. Um, the end part was a little bit weird, but it was overall was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, Yeah, I mean, you know anyway see if I
1: can go back and watch it okay moving on to the extras section the overtime ding 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 James hit something on the soundboard oh here we go some random let's get some piano music or something serenade into the end of the show
0: (laughs) wait until i a loop. I'm sorry (laughs) there we go oh Jesus
1: Christ (laughs) You the, give him a new toy and he just ruins the whole it was, thing. It
0: was, on a loop.
1: Why would, okay. Oh my
0: so I've God. I've got, I
1: got a couple links in here. One of them. I like that first link. First Evan. one I called the re- rehoming. Yeah. Just something I stumbled upon on Craigslist yesterday. Uh, someone is looking for a new home for their pygmy goat pet. And, you know, that's fine. People have odd pets, lizards, pygmy goats. Um, teacup chihuahuas and like you know mini pigs and stuff like that but what I like about this ad is uh, the owner says he is very entertaining and even a little snuggly when he decides not to act like a little goat asshole
0: oh my god <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I thought that was hilarious too yeah I'll include his harness um, and sweater he has a sweater has yeah a
0: sweater. <laughs>
1: <Jesus>. <laughs> this goes fancier
0: than I am that's right I don't have a sweater fuck <laughs> she's like I'm not asking for a fee get the fuck out of here <laughs> just
1: looking at it like if you had you know some room in your home and some things that could chew on you could have a pig yeah, I was goat looking at this thing I was like a, uh,
2: it looks awesome
1: yeah. yeah and they don't really get any bigger I don't think so uh, something to think about on on your, uh, your I, s- I saw Dodge, a story once where uh,
2: these people got what they thought was a A micro pig?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Was it a small picture of a gigantic pig? No, no, I mean, they
2: got it and it was tiny, but of course it grew, right? So it it grew into a a 700-pound sow or whatever. (laughs) But you know what's hilarious? They still have it, and it's still their pet. And the thing is massive. It's so huge, (laughs) but it's like a dog. Like, it hangs out on the couch and shit. (laughs) And <laughs> it comes to be petted or whatever, they're like,
1: yeah, okay, you know? Like,
0: <laughs> Wait, what was this? Is there a
1: link to that? Oh, or I'll that have story to find web? it.
2: I'll find it and I'll put it in the in the show notes here. That's yeah, awesome. It's pretty cool. Or hilarious. Uh,
1: the second link I put in there is just to another subreddit. Um, I find myself frequently visiting Reddit and just clicking on random, and it sends you to a random subreddit. This one I thought might be interesting to you guys. Uh, and even our listeners, it is r slash starship porn. And it seems like a collection of renderings and screen caps, um, and maybe even original content from various like sci fi shows and movies, uh, mostly in high resolution. So you can, uh, just click on the link and I, I would say most of them are suitable. To be used as desktop wallpapers if you have a 1080p monitor. Um and you'll find, you know, a lot of stuff that you either didn't know about or you know, it's just visually appealing.
2: I kinda like this one uh near the top, the Federation Ascension class. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool looking chip. Now is this just a work of pure fiction?
1: Um, I don't know. And it's I was see. reading about it, but USS uh, Phoenix
2: but i don't know if the guy just made all that up or you
1: know i don't know anything about it so uh it could be you know fan fiction or extended universe kind of thing i'm really not familiar um but just for just for some eye candy i like a lot of the pictures that are posted mm-hmm. on here
3: mhm
1: so i hope someone oh, can enjoy this them is the nimbus yes, yes. nice <laughs> Kiff, prepare my velour. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: great.
0: God, with a little work, you could sound just like him. <laughs> oh my God, I found the pig! I found the pig thing. It's hilarious. oh, you did? Awesome. It's like a six hundred and seventy pound pig, like on their couch, just chilling. Okay. You know, <laughs> looking like a person. It's like, yeah, I'm just a pig. What's up, dog? You know, it's like crazy. All right, I'll put that in the show notes here.
1: Thank you. All right, Mike, you uh you had one link in there. Did you want to talk about that at all?
2: I'll just mention it real quick. I didn't I didn't I'll be honest, I read the article and I'm not sure I understand exactly what's going on, but there's a these researchers found a a vulnerability in Windows and it's every version of Windows ever, you know. So up to and including Windows 10. And it's a way for it's another attack vector for malware mm-hmm, but the problem is it's not it's not actually like a bug a bug or a vulnerability in the traditional sense.
1: It's a feature, yeah,
2: it's just the way the o s works, kind of like at a fundamental level, so mm-hmm. there's no way for them to really patch this unless they unless they really so, really like start changing things in the OS, you know.
1: How um how many people on the planet could use that for any nefarious purpose? Or is it just like, hey, we found this uh these couple of lines in the kernel code that uh could be exploited to do this if you had everything lined up correctly?
2: I mean, it's basically like another attack vector to be able to inject code into into things. So theoretically it is mm-hmm. it is a problem. You know? And it's a problem for okay. I mean, the the vast majority of people who are
3: oh. deploying
2: malware. Um they probably don't know what they're doing actually. They're just they just got a, a kit.
0: Script kitties. S- yeah, you know, they just got a kit kitties. off
2: one of these nefarious websites where you can actually buy Mm -hmm. these things. And so this is, this will probably be added to those kits at some point.
1: Uh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, stay tuned next week when the IO panel wholeheartedly switches to Linux.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They call this thing, uh, atom bombing. Mm. So there's a link you guys can read all about it. It's, uh, You know, it's interesting. It's just a little. It's a little above my pay grade, to be honest.
1: (laughs) All right, sounds uh, sounds good and bad. Mm -hmm. Thank you, James. Would you like to rant for a while?
0: Um, no, I'm not gonna go too too go go too ham. So, a couple things. Uh, as you all know, all hail the Trumpverse. We're all uh, we're now become minions within the Trump the Trump presidency.
1: president elect thank you it's not donald j it's, trump it's not official yet yeah it's so official it will be
0: <laughs> yeah there's no going back um no the electoral
1: college could in theory elect someone else but there would have to be a hell of a a hell of a swing
0: yeah i don't think that's going to happen but yeah so you know president president elect donald j trump uh a Drumped. reality yeah trump <laughs> is now a uh, is now the uh future president of the united states pretty crazy um a lot of people shocked and salty and actually mike sent me a great video that sums it up and i wish we could get that video and link it but because it's on facebook it's horrible so we can't do anything with it but um it's a great video michael you know what i'm going to talk about yeah it's a sure we can find it somewhere else yeah i'm sure we can if i can find it i'll add it in here
1: is it the british guy
0: yeah yeah have you seen yeah, that's pretty good it? yeah it was it was it really explains kind of in a in a pretty pretty uh hardcore way though but, but what 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 went wrong um but it doesn't really matter you know what i mean i i i looked at his first the reason i want to talk about him just quickly is i looked at his first one hundred days um and honestly everything in his first one hundred days minus he says the repealing and replacement of obamacare uh if he replaces it with something that's good and not not junky and hard to use, then great. You know, I have a friend who's on Obamacare and it's doesn't work and her kids are on it and doesn't work. So it's a big, huge problem. Mm-hmm. Um, So that I can overlook if he replaces it with something better. And then another one that I have a problem with is like, yeah, we'd like to frack the whole planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that I think, like, I don't want to see, you know, people fracking in Yellowstone National Park. You know what I mean? I, I just think that's not acceptable. Um, yeah, that to, that
1: is very dangerous. Yeah, because that shit is overdue to blow anyways.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, there's a million places in the country that they shouldn't be fracking. So, uh, Michael said a school. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's a yeah. great example of a place that should they shouldn't be fracking. And he's probably going to strip all the policies and protections from the EPA and things like that to make it so that these people can kind of do whatever. That bothers me. Um, I feel like allowing the status quo to continue is a bad thing we should find we should force technology to take us to cleaner more renewable energy sources so uh that kind of bothers me but otherwise um his first 15 his first 100 days look really good there a lot of them are about uh as he says clearing out the sw- draining the swamp you know uh doing things like there's two or three things he has written there about term limits and about lobbying and all kinds of things like that so it's pretty exciting Yeah, those are both good. Yeah.
1: Now, I was having a conversation with my mom, um, uh, probably about 10 days ago, and she brought up who she liked in the 2008 or maybe it was, uh, 2012 elections. Um, guy named Dennis Kucinich, which you guys, I'm sure you guys have heard Mm
3: -hmm.
1: of. Um, but when the topic of healthcare came up on all, on the debates, he was like, well, the answer is very simple. Uh, From birth to death, every American citizen is on Medicare. It's in place. It's funded. That's it. And, uh, you know, I don't know much about the Medicare system. I know my dad's on it. It seems to work okay for him. Uh, It's probably a lot more simple than, you know, what we were historically used to picking healthcare plans with different, you know, levels of coverages and features and all that kind of stuff. If there's sort of like blanket coverage, then that's pretty reasonable.
0: Yeah, healthcare is like the bane of my existence. It's probably the last great hurdle in simplifying my life. It's one of those things that you pick it um, and you scramble for 15 or 20 days during the open enrollment period to figure out what the fuck they're talking about. Then you just eventually give up and pick a few random things. You're like, I hope I got the right HSA, ASA, and FSA. Otherwise, I'll shoot myself in the ASS, you know. <laughs> um, so you, you scramble, you pick some stuff, and then you spend the next year regretting it because now you're getting charged $300 a month for insurance because you picked a bunch of random weird stuff, you know. And I hate it. I hate the whole health insurance situation. But I don't want the government to dictate it for me because I want – um some company, some Silicon Valley company to come in and fix healthcare. And I think it's going to happen. I think someone's going to come in one day and say, oh, there's a lot of easier ways to do this, you know? And I think we just need the right company to come in. It's a huge problem. It definitely needs to be fixed and it can be fixed. So we just have to find the right company that's going to simplify it in a way that it can be be fixed. The government's not going to do that. Like, I mean, Obamacare is a great example. The government just does not know how to deploy a nationwide nationwide services it's just bad, bad, bad all the way around, and the big. Medicare's nationwide. Yeah, no, it is exactly, and they've been doing it for a long time. But I, I would love to see Medicare get deployed um, for every single person and see what kind of load that puts on the the existing system they have right now, as far as manpower and resources to to make Medicare make Medicare work. And and I, I don't know a lot about it, so you know,
1: I, I, I don't know a lot about it either. But I I have a feeling that because it's a long standing. Perhaps proven system, um, I think it could be scaled pretty well,
0: <sighs> mm.
1: but that's just a guess.
0: No, it could be. It could be. I wonder what, I wonder what, I wonder who will fight it. Maybe healthcare companies who will be who will be uh, right out of business. Mm. Uh, I don't think they would. Uh... It's a. It would be a beautiful util- utopian world that I'd love to see.
1: We just need a few altruistic trillionaires to start a health insurance company that is not expected to constantly increase profits. Yeah. Like as long as people on their, on their payroll get their salary and, you know, maybe yearly bonus or whatever, or yearly raise as you normally would, then it's not like, you know, if we surpass $17 billion in revenue, the CEO and four of the VPs get, you know, a $2 million bonus that, that should not happen. Yeah. So if it's just like a regular reasonable company, then I think that would, that would be ideal. But where are those altruistic trillionaires when you need them?
0: Well, they didn't get to be trillionaires from being altruistic. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, uh, what's that Michael, Michael's, uh, the company who Michael uses for his credit card is a great Mm -hmm. example of a company that's just horrible. You know, uh, what's the name of that company? Wells Fargo. I mean, they got in so much trouble recently. Well, with, uh, with all their yeah. And, and, and that whole system is all because they have a board of directors and shareholders who they are required to show profit increases. Like, the whole system's not like, hey, we did as good this year as we did last year. No, it's like, we want to see a 25% bump every year for the rest of for the, rest of the existence of this company. Mm-hmm. Which, the, if you have to do that, how do you do that? Okay, let's get more people signed up. Okay, well, now we have everyone in the world signed up. Now, how do we do it? Okay, let's fucking rent people their lives, okay? <laughs> let's yeah. own slaves. Like, I mean, <laughs> how do you... How, like, at some point companies are going to reach that peak. I mean, I totally predict a dystopian future for America. If we continue on the path we're in, because the whole system, whole capitalist system, and I, I love capitalism, but the whole system unregulated and and untethered is like, just allows for this kind of stuff to happen where companies are continue to be like larger and larger and more and more bad guys. So anyway, I like that saying, did you read that? What? The,
1: rent people their lives
0: no i didn't I, I just made it up just now that's very good yeah you can
1: you can have it thank you
0: um so uh next up uh in the time to rant <laughs> um there's no link in trump to, if you want to say this is my thoughts time to rant it's just a link to the youtube video for um for uh the new ghost in the shell live action featuring scarlett johansson Right from the beginning when they said they were going to do this, I was like, okay, it's going to be horrible, you know? Um, So, but I wanted to give it a chance because I thought, well, maybe, you know, but all I could think of was, um, what's that movie with Scarlett Johansson from back in the day? Uh, It's called, no, I like to think it was Eon Flux and what was the one It's called Vexed or something or...
1: Mm, I can't. No, Eon Flux was with um.
0: No, that wasn't Scarlett Johansson. Charlie, Stur- yeah. Yeah, Charlie
1: I thought that was actually pretty good,
0: but I thought it was okay. It stood on its own, but it had this kind of wacky sort of a thing going on. Mm-hmm. that You're like, what's happening? And there was another Charlie. There's another uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson movie that was kind of weird. And then there's also Lucy. I just thought it's going to be another weird thing that's going to be like this kind of strange, whatever movie. And are gonna- you thinking of The Island? No. Um, but they're gonna. I just thought it was gonna be some other kind of weird movie. That they're gonna movie. take everything out of context and blow it up, and it's gonna be weird and like doesn't make any sense. And if you're a fan of the movie, you're gonna feel a fan of the series will be completely butchered. Um, I just watched a trailer before we before we recorded this episode, and man, was I. I don't know if I would say I was right or wrong. They they did a lot of work to try to faithfully reproduce some of the key scenes in the first most popular Ghost in the Shell movie. Um, one of the ones where Major Kusanagi is standing at the top of the building, and she is naked. She's wearing this suit that's basically like I would describe it as a like a full body stocking that's like a, like the kind of stockings your mom used to wear that are that are like semi clear. She's wearing a stocking like that, and it is it's called monochromatic. Uh, whatever. It's like uh, camo- monochromatic camouflage or something like that. They have a weird name for it, but it's some kind of camo- camouflage. So she camouflages herself, becomes invisible, dives off the roof of the building on some kind of fiber wire, then fly, then then shoots the glass on like the ninety fifth floor, flies through the glass and starts killing during these assassinations, and that's like the first big scene. You know, because she falls back and is looking straight up, and it's just a really amazing scene. Um, well, they had to repeat that scene, and I don't really know why they did, because I guess they said, oh, this is a nod to the fans. But They could have skipped that out, because if you're a true fan of this series, she doesn't really do that very often. Like, yeah, she can turn invisible, that's one of her things, but it's not that huge a deal. Like, the character has depth other than just, like, gadgets and whatever. And But they spend so much time and energy, like, trying to get the suit right, and trying not to have Charlize, I mean, uh, what's it called, just be naked, you know. They wanted her to not just be naked, but they wanted to be, kind of, honor the show, the movie. Um, and they wanted, that, they wanted that scene of, like, her going through the glass, because it's a great scene. So they tried to be true to it, and in the attempt, she's in this weird flesh-colored suit that just looks weird. It's just weird looking. And she jumps through the glass, and... Her hair just looks like crazy, and it's not cool at all. Um, and then several times, when she she refers to herself as Major, she says she says um, I'm so glad you guys wanted me to play Major in this movie. And I'm like, why is she calling herself Major? Like that's just her rank. Her character's rank. The cha- the character's name is like Major Something Kusanagi, and um, I'll find out. But that you know the character is. Um, Michael Keith yeah, no,
1: MDB she's just quoted it her character is called the major
0: yeah so the character has no name apparently so Michael can you see what the name is in the real ghost and shell thing mm-hmm. but anyway so she she calls the character major and then she's standing on the roof and she's like major going in like that's a call sign that's her army that's her that's her her rank you know, and so to me, I was like, if you want to be true to the series, get some basic <clears throat> shit right. Like that pissed me off, and I know I haven't seen the movie yet, and I know I'm judging early. I'm sure the movie's. Be- I mean, the the trailer looks beautiful. Besides, like some of the things with the whole like arm monochromatic, uh, color changing bodysuit and everything like that, and the fact that she says major, but it's a beautiful looking movie. Like any, it's like looks like a cyberpunk movie, which is going to be great. I love those kind of films, but. And I'll definitely go see it, but man, it's like Hollywood think, thinks they're doing something and they just like drop the fucking ball and yeah, Makoto Kusanagi, that's the name. You know, it just takes like such little effort to just fucking honor the characters to that degree. You know? I mean, yeah. they think American viewers would not get it. I mean, just don't judge. Americans are going to go in the movie and say... Is she not Japanese? You know, the people who want to see that movie are going to go watch it because she's in it and she's almost naked in it and she's shooting people up and it looks amazing. That's what people are going to see it. Most people aren't going to remember the characters' fucking names. And if you're a fan of the series, you're going to go to it and say, okay, she's not Japanese. That's okay. Japanese anime characters don't look fucking Japanese anyway. You know? Mm-hmm. And there's any number of ways they could explain away the fact that someone has a Japanese name but doesn't look Japanese. I mean, uh, I'll have to look at that. Can you send me a link to the IMDb page? Because there's a character, one of the main characters, her buddy, his name Boto or something like that, and he has he has both his eyes are missing. You know, he's some large white guy playing this character now. Oh yeah, I saw <laughs> and that. he looks he looks a lot like the character, but he's just some big white guy. And he has the little fucking things in his eyes, which is like, okay, that's another very, very close representation of what's in the movie. And, uh, I wonder if his name is Boto or whatever his name is, you know? Yeah, it is. Okay, what is it? How, was it? Oh, no, I'm butchering it, Evan. What is this? batau Batau, okay. Yeah.
1: B-A-T-O-U.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, so they, okay. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It's a good-looking movie, and that's kind of pissing me off the major, yeah. It's just annoying. <clears throat> Yeah. So anyway. anyway, yeah, we'll see what's like. I'm gonna, I'm obviously gonna watch the movie. I got the trailer and the links. Help yourself, go watch it. Um, oh, one last thing about this. So I read, uh, I read an article there talking about this before the trailer came out, and I don't know what it fucking is about Hollywood. They could have gone to the fucking guy who made this fucking series, or someone on his team, and said, "Hey, help us develop." a new plot line for these characters that falls within the not falls within the canon but falls within a reality that could happen you know help us develop something instead they looked at they looked at um the laughing man series from from ghost in the shell um, the series, the TV show on Stand alone complex. Standalone Complex. They took stuff from Standalone Complex and they took stuff from the, the Ghost in the Shell movie <laughs> and then fucking squished it together and they were like, okay, now we have something new. I'm like, fucking Hollywood, why are you doing that?
3: I'm
0: like, why do they have to do that? Why do they have to take two good things, squish them together? And then when I go in, I'm like, what are you trying to do? Do something new. Fucking have a little invention, you fucks. You liberal cucks. As they say. <laughs> I think you're the only one who says right. that. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so yeah, it's just a mess. Um, yeah, so good times had by all. Alright.
1: Well, we can all enjoy it in uh, about five months when it comes out.
0: Yep. Um, and the last thing I had was spectacles. Um, so... Uh, Where are the wallet
1: and watch and the all-important testicles...
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, speaking of wallet.
1: Speaking of testicles.
0: Where's my wallet? I don't know where it is. It's somewhere around there. Anyway, <laughs> so I finally received in the mail my wallet um, <laughs> that I now lost, apparently, somewhere in the house. Um, I finally received... Well, let's talk about spectacles. So, really quick note about this. Snapchat came out with Snapchat spectacles. It's a round. Wide angle lens, two lenses on the side here, on the side of the glasses. Um, they, it does everything like Snapchat normally does. You touch a feature on the side of the glasses, and it records automatically and uploads it immediately. Cool feature, um, or it uploads it to your phone, and then you can do your little scribbles on it. The cool thing about it is the lens is round, so you can take the phone and turn it left, right, upside down, whatever, and the phone will never change the aspect. It'll change the aspect ratio, but never. It will never fully flip. You know, it will just be right side up when you go here, right side up when you go there. And if you're looking at it sideways, it just cuts off what you didn't see before, you know. Um, and that's a cool little thing about it. But that's really it. So it's $129. Uh, there's two vending machines right now that they're selling them out of. They haven't started selling them on retail stores or online yet. You have to go to the vending machines. They're both in California. One at One's, at, one's in Northern California somewhere and one was at... Uh,
1: Venice Beach,
0: Venice Beach, yeah. So, um, hopefully, they said the East Coast. They so they'll be trickling out more vending machines over time. Um, the concept of spending a hundred twenty nine dollars on a vending machine is just ba- mind boggling to me. I know people do it in airports, but uh, <laughs> I just can't uh, think buy of iPods else or do whatever. Yeah, 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 but I can't imagine doing. I can't imagine like doing that like casually. But anyway, so that's a thing. Keep an eye out for those. If if they come out this way, I'll pick up a pair. Um, just because I think that's cool. Um, and I'm waiting for people to have some good hacks for them.
1: Are you big on uh, Snapchat, James?
0: I like Snapchat. Yeah, I like the. St- I like doing the story. I like watching people's Snapchat stories, and I like doing Snapchat stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it- Do people
1: like watching yours though?
0: No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. My Snapchat stories, sh- sh- my 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 <laughs> Snapchat stories are normally very boring. But mm-hmm. uh, feel free to follow me on Snapchat. My Snapchat is uh, that Jamie that the little Jamie that could. Is it really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, kind of the little clever. Jamie that yeah. could.
0: Yeah, it's it's the little Jamie that could.
1: Oh no, I don't like it anymore.
0: Oh great. Well, I had to, I had a, <laughs> had a certain limit to work within.
1: Mm-hmm. Do better next time. Yeah, I'll try. All right. So, what about your wallet? Oh, the li- before we forget,
0: the little Jamie that could. Jesus, no, that's man. More, okay. that's, that's so even hard. worse. <laughs> it's way worse. Okay. Well piss off okay <laughs> suck so any, anyway i'll put a link in here to the wallet i bought a wallet by wally wearables <laughs> i bought a wallet by wally wearables <laughs> um and uh the wallet is supposed to do a few things one if you lose your phone the wallet the wallet and your phone are linked so if you lose your phone then your phone if you walk too far away from your phone the wallet, your phone will start ringing. It'll start playing a song. And it'll say, hey, you found your phone? On it. I mean, it's kind of weird. Um, and then if you lose your wallet, you can to go to your phone. Like If, you, if you're if you like sitting in a restaurant and you're like, where's my wallet? You can hit a button on the phone, and your wallet will start going off if it's within range.
1: So your wallet will start ringing.
0: Yeah, it will. It does start ringing. It's like, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. It's really weird. It starts ringing. Um If you take a credit card out of a certain pocket, they have one pocket that is a shielded RFID shielded pocket, and then you take the credit, you take a credit card or check card out of that pocket. It knows you've removed that card. So if you use it and then walk and then go somewhere without putting the card back, it's gonna, your phone will start buzzing saying, "Hey, where's your credit card?" Um, it's a cool concept in theory. It does not work very well. I've Mm -hmm. had it for I, I ordered it last year. And uh, after their Kickstarter, once they went live retail, I ordered it from their retail store online and it took forever to get here. And now that I got it, it's not great. I needed a wallet, so that's why I'm still using it. But all it does is make my phone ring randomly and when like <laughs> <laughs> my phone just rings in my pocket. It's like, oh, I can't find your phone. I can't find the wallet. Or you, it's like, did you find your phone? And I'm like, I'm looking at my phone, you know? And then the mm-hmm. wallet, if I hit the wrong button, the wallet rings randomly, you know, on the phones, a beep, 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 you know, and I get constant notifications saying, oh, is your credit card in here? And it definitely is, you know, I don't know what the problem is with it. It's just a weird ass thing. I haven't fucked with the settings at all, but there's not much settings to it. So Wally wearables, um, maybe they'll come out. It has potential to be pretty cool, but I think they had to work within the constraints of this, a size wallet that people would use. But with a few tweaks, it could be something pretty nice. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I'll if put. If you a want to start
1: using a backpack as your wallet, it'd probably be awesome.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which I might do.
2: And James, going back to the uh, Ghost in the Shell, real quick in the in the new movie, are there the robots? Do they have the detached comas? Detached
0: comas? No, not that I saw in the trailer. I, I don't. I don't know if they're actually going to be in there mm. or not, though. Well then why
1: bother seeing the movie? Yeah, those are my
2: those are my favorite part.
0: Yeah, the the, the comas are like a mini tank thing that they have. Um yeah, I don't know why they're not uh oh. Wally just pinged me.
2: But they're He's like really sentient.
0: Yeah, they're sentient. And it's they're honestly pretty interesting characters. So yeah, it's kinda weird. Um, That they're not. They might hope maybe they're in there, but I kind of doubt it because anything they're silly and cool. So Hollywood, of course, is going to say, no, no, let's fucking take two things and push them together and make some weird thing. Sift
1: out all the awesome shit, and what we're left with is a a box office hit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it'll be a dog. Um, Oh, one update. So (laughs) I talked about uh, Battle. uh, No. Call of Duty: Infinite Warfare last week, I think. Mm-hmm. I've seen lots of trailer, lots of people talking about it. A lot of people hate this game. <laughs> a lot of people really hate this game. Um, they said it's just a trite rehash of everything they've always done, and it is. But it's, I think it's beautiful, and the story is good. But one thing everybody agrees about: the robotic character is more charismatic and more interesting than any character in the in the game, and I totally agree with them. He has the best lines in the entire game. It's totally worth your time to watch to go find someone who has all the cinematics. Like at it's like 30 minutes or 40 minutes with the cinematics. You can get the whole story if you watch that. So go watch all the cinematics and you'll see the robot talking. You'll be like, this guy's great. He's fucking hilarious.
1: I wonder if it's like Claptrap from Borderlands.
0: No, 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 not at all. Not at all. It's actually okay. a real actor. I don't know who he is, but he's good. But it's <laughs> okay. really good. Uh, He has a line, this one line where they first meet him and he pulls everybody into the helicopter before they take off off the top of the building. And they're like, they're like, um, someone says, why are you so smart or whatever? He says, he says, I have the brain of a, I have, a, I have the brain of an American farmer uh, as my central processing unit. And the lady's like, "Really?" And he's like, "No, not at all, ma'am." <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of lines like that. But it's like this. But it's funny, and it gives the character depth. And you're just like, "This is cool." You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, I, I was very enjoyable to play through that. To watch someone play through that. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for the follow up. Uh, any closing thoughts, gentlemen, before we get out of here?
2: Nope.
0: Waffles, well, wonderful waffles, <laughs>
1: with lots of syrup. That's supposed Sorry. to
2: come out next year sometime. I think the new Super Troopers. Mm. Yeah, I mean they already finished oh, yeah. filming, so they're just they're just trying to trying to make a movie now out of it. Mm-hmm. Out of all the garbage they filmed, I'm sure. Oh. So.
1: Yep. <laughs> Hopefully there will be plenty of uh, B-roll and outtakes. <laughs> yeah, out of all the garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, um, we thank you all for listening. You can get in contact with us at our website, iopanelpodcast.com, where you can also check out our Facebook page, um, iTunes, RSS feed. Um, feedback email is feedback at com. You can check us out individually on Facebook if you know who we are. Chances are you do. If you don't, nice to meet you. Um, Please fill out the application for friendship in triplicate and submit the fee to PayPal at iopanelpodcast.net. It's not a real thing, so don't send any money there. Um, (laughs) So um, this is Evan for James and Mike. Thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.